It was the best of trailers. It was the worst of trailers. He is an adolescent chauffeur. Hey, now, you're not an all-star. Don't change that channel. These... These, these aren't channels. What do you mean we don't have a channel? What the- This is The Shakedown. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 21 of The Shakedown. I'm Austin Yay, Stevens. Yeah, it's old enough to drink. Yeah, yeah. finally. I'm your co-host Dan Schweizer, and I'm Dylan Webster. I'm not really a co-host. I'm just kind of here. No, nah, you're a, a recurring character. <laughs> I mean, I think I think we finally came to the conclusion that we're all co-hosts since yeah. uh, I proved that. <sighs> you're such yes, a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I I proved that hosts can miss a show. And have someone else be a host for a night. Yeah. I had been arguing that since the beginning. <clears throat> yeah, but you couldn't find the example, and Dylan did your dirty work for you. It's true. Yeah, that's because Dylan actually likes me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just wanted to prove a point. Like, it happens. That's it's not fair. Dylan likes you. It's that Dylan hates me. Dylan it's likes being right. It's, it's not that I like Austin. It's, like I, it's that I love proving Dan wrong. Hmm, that's yeah, fair. That. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So let's go ahead and get into geekdom. So a couple trailers came out this week. Uh, sure did. I've forgotten what they were. Wait, no, I remember <clears throat> now. Okay, so one of them, <laughs> one of them looks good, and one of them looks terrible and yep that it was that sums it up yep it was jumanji and in humans and it was not what i expected because jumanji is the one that looks good and in humans looks like garbage correct and that made me sad yes so let's talk about the good one first jumanji jumanji two yes so i really didn't know anything about this Leading up to it, I just I knew, knew it. that it starred The Rock. Yes, and I knew that it had The Rock, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and, and other than Jane that, Gillen. I knew nothing. Yeah, so it actually, hmm, it looks pretty good, and I it feels like it's only Jumanji in name, and like that's it just, really is that's just the pull of it because it's not a board game anymore; it's a video game. <clears throat> the game doesn't come to them; they go to the game. Yes. Um, but I, I feel like if it hadn't been called Jumanji, it would have been compared to Jumanji, and just been like, "Oh, this is just a, this is just a Jumanji ripoff," like Zathura was. Yeah. Uh, but by taking the name, then they can say, "Oh, this is like a modern take on it." And I think is it, is it technically a sequel? Or is it just kind of like a reimagining? It's, it's not technically a sequel. It's just kind of a continuation in the universe. Yeah. I think that was the way it was described by The Rock. <clears throat> the Rock. Because I follow him on Twitter and people have asked him all the time, like, is this a sequel to Jumanji or what? And he said it's not really a sequel or it's not a sequel or a prequel. It's just kind of a continuation within the Jumanji universe. It's a prequel sequel. 
or is it a sequel to the prequel? I don't think it's either of those. No, it's just it's like like you said, it's just Jumanji only in name. Yeah. And the fact that they're getting sucked into a jungle through a virtual world. But yes. I really like it cuz it's like a it's like a body switching comedy basically. Yeah, exactly. And <clears throat> so it's like the nerdy kid is now the big strong dude. The sports jock is the little wimpy guy. The nerdy girl. Oh, don't let Kevin Hart it, hear you say that. Is the athletic kick-ass one, and then the hot girl is Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, and it's so, so good. <clears throat> but Dylan, you have some concerns about it, right? I do. I. I mean, I watched the trailer, and I had been kind of excited for it. Uh, up until that point because I love The Rock, I love Kevin Hart, Jack I think Jack Black's hilarious and I love the original Jumanji. Yeah. And all I had heard leading up to it was good things and then I watched the trailer and I'm now <clears throat> not as excited for it because I don't like the concept of the video game first off because I mean like if to create the Jumanji video game, you had to know the Jumanji board game. If you played the board game, why would you think, oh, let's make a video game version of this? Well, the way that, that I said it is maybe um, the game changed itself. Kids aren't playing board games anymore. True. So to survive, the game changed. That makes sense because it is alive. <sighs> game is alive. True. It's a creepy old bastard. Well, it's not even really that it's alive. It's just <clears throat> magic. It's alive. Magic. <laughs> yeah, I think they're doing the this right guy. thing by not doing a remake because just Robin Williams. Yeah, you can't remake it after Robin Williams passed away. You just, you, you can't. Yeah, so just distance it, yourself from that. It's always rough when celebrities die. Yep. And especially yeah, super especially talented, for them. especially super talented ones that like made a movie what it is. Yeah, that yeah, <sighs> Jumanji is Robin Williams. Yeah. The only other thing I didn't like was uh, in one of the trailers like I know one of the big jokes was uh, the guy who body switches with Kevin Hart sits there and says I'm missing the top two feet of my body <laughs> yeah. yeah and like it's a funny line but I'm like really like that's such a Kevin Hart thing to say are you really telling me that this guy's so much like Kevin Hart that that's just how he acts yes or is it not or does it not really matter like what the avatar is like they just take on the personality of whoever takes over the character I don't know. I mean, you don't know. Yes. The... Like, I just have a lot of questions about this whole avatar body switching thing. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't <clears throat> know the teenage character, so it's it could very True. well be a thing that he would say just True. in Kevin Hart's voice. Yeah. You can't judge. You don't yeah. know these people. Yeah. You don't know me. So, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not going to say I'm excited for it, but I am looking forward to it and seeing more from it. 
Yeah. More from it. I'm yeah. lukewarm to it, <clears throat> but I'll probably still go see it. But honestly, like right now, I'll probably say right off the bat, I won't enjoy it just because I will just keep thinking of the Robin Williams version. I'm going to see it, and I'm going to like it. You heard me. I, I did hear you. It's going to do better than Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. Uh, so, yeah, there's Jumanji. Let's now rip into Inhumans. Uh, so sad. I'm very disappointed in this. We should have seen this coming when the showrunner was the same guy that did Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah. I know. He did not prove himself. It's just... Uh, there was one. There was one thing I'm gonna say right now that I did like about the Inhumans trailer, and that was the giant bulldog. Oh well, yeah, Lockjaw is awesome. Yeah, but yeah. they made him like a puppy. Yeah, like that's also a bad thing about it is that yeah, you can like the dog, but they made him a puppy. Like Lockjaw is this badass. Like his name is Lockjaw for a reason, because he's just this monster, badass dog. He's not a puppy like they're making him out to be. Well, puppies are more appealing to the public, Austin. I know, There's and that. I understand why they he, did it, but... It could be a young Lockjaw. He could actually be a puppy. Like Baby Groot. And he might be getting bigger. I don't like, like it. Like Baby Groot. Yeah. Did you say Baby Grit? Groot. I'll you, allow it. Like the yeah, tree, like Dan. <laughs> Like the tree baby. Ah, yes. Of course. Gosh. How could I be so foolish? <laughs> yeah, so... Everything about this show looks terrible. Attilan is not appealing. It just looks like pillars and concrete. Yeah. Black Bolt doesn't have his mask. So Yeah, he's, come on. He's not all right. Yeah, he's just another white leading guy. Uh, what else is terrible? Medusa's hair is the worst. Oh, that wig. That wig is. I was assuming crazy. they were gonna CGI it. Yeah, and that the and, picture in <clears throat> Vanity Fair or whatever was just not. Yeah, doctored. it was just. It was actually them. Yeah, it was just a bad prop wig. But nope, that is legitimately what she wears the whole time. <clears throat> And that's just unfortunate because that looks terrible. We could have made an Inhumans movie as good as what this looks like. It, that's what it looks like. It looks like a fan film. Yeah. And I just, it was so, so very cringy. Yes. And I was really excited for uh, Maximus with, I can't pronounce his name, Ramsey Bolton. Yes. Uh, playing him, but he he just looks he's just a generic bad he guy. He looks like he looks like he's Ramsey Bolton with a weird in, accent. In humans. Yeah. So, I it, this was gonna be cool because it was gonna be two episodes in IMAX. Yes. But I'm not gonna pay to go see this. I might pay to see the first one and if it's no good i won't pay to see the second well no it's going to be together because they're hour-long episodes 
Say what if say what if it's like a double feature where you have to pay to see both? Yeah, that's as what long it is. as I only have to pay once, then I'm then I'm gonna see it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I don't know. Of, I don't know about paying for IMAX. That's my only thing. Yeah, because it's gonna come out on TV like a month later. I'll just wait until it's on TV to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well. You two can wait. I'll see it in IMAX, and I'll let you know how terrible if it's it is. Better than it looked. It's not gonna be because You're such a negative name. Is well, because Iron Fist looked Patsy. good, and then Iron Fist turned out to be terrible, and this already yeah, looks true. terrible. So there's nowhere to go but down. Yeah. No, there's nowhere to go but up when something already looks terrible. Okay, but track record. It's always worse than how it looks. So if it already looks real bad, it's it's not going to be better. I did like the What's-His-Face had the hooves, though. That was cool. Yep, good old What's-His-Face. Yep, good old. I can't remember his name. I don't know. I don't know enough of the Inhumans to... <clears throat> But it, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not as into the comics as you guys are. Yeah. So I don't know anything about any of this. Uh, yeah. I, I don't I, know. I didn't know the dog's name was Lockjaw. I was just like, ooh, puppy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know a lot about being humans. I know the tattooed oh. dude is Karnak. Yeah, and they uh, gave him his tattoos. There's a positive. <laughs> oh, but you know that the trailer is terrible when a leading article on comic book movie is. Five ways Marvel has effed up the Inhumans. <laughs> yeah. Gorgon, that's... that's the dude with the hooves name. And then Triton was in there too. He's the like amphibious looking dude. One thing I could I just kinda got from the trailer that I watched is like the main I'm assuming it's the main villain. Uh he's not a great actor. Like he's trying to give, like, these big speeches, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. Like, I don't feel like you actually have power in this situation. Yeah, which is weird, because he actually is a good actor. Yeah, he is. Like, he's, he's a really great. good actor. He was in Misfits, which is, like, a really... It's like a dark superhero TV show where criminals get superpowers. And he's really yeah. good in that, and then he's really good... In Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And I feel like this, he just doesn't have good material to work with. Yeah. It's, uh... It's possible that this will bomb so horribly that they'll cancel Inhumans and just warp it right into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That'd be great. if it That might be the best route. Yeah, if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just... Absorbs it. Because they, they got to tie in somehow. Yeah. And I mean, we clearly see in the trailer that Black Bolt goes to Earth. So what? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they're just, they're just not going to notice that? Yeah, that's they're going to notice. They have to notice. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has to be involved with Inhumans because... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't returning until 
like January. It's yeah. it's missing the first half of its season. Yep. So I feel like they are tying directly together. Yeah. And so <clears throat> that make that makes sense. Yeah. But we can we can move on. But before we do, I just want to say one last thing. And maybe so maybe it's the trailer was edited terrible. Um, but I felt like I felt like the editing was really bad. And one great example was the very last scene in the trailer when they're kicking the shit out of Black Bolt and yeah. he grunts and sends that car flying. Yeah. That was some of the cringiest editing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so yeah. bad. Yeah, that was a that was a sloppy end. Yeah, and that was supposed to be like the epic ending to the trailer to get you excited, and that was the like absolute low point of that trailer was that shot <laughs> right there. Yeah. I'm just I can't wait for this to come out so we can just tear into it. <laughs> Very excited I for that. I am still going to stay positive and hope that it's when is it a coming lot into better the theater? than it looks. Like September? Yeah, September. Okay. So we got a ways. Like the first weekend in September. Gotcha. <clears throat> yep. All right. So there you go. Two, okay. two trailers that came out this week that definitely were not what we were expecting on both sides. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> there you go. All right. Moving on. Moving right on. To Billman TV. Baby Driver. Yes. Driver Baby. Yeah, when I heard the title Baby Driver, I was like, no, we're already getting Boss Baby. We don't need one about a baby driving a car. I was like, how did they already make a sequel to Boss Baby? <laughs> <laughs> the baby is out of work and has to drive a taxi Damn it, DreamWorks, you're going way too quick. And this... <laughs> This it's is not that. It's, no. It's like, they, it's like they were at a meeting just like, all right, we got a baby. What jobs can he have? Boss, driver. All right, let's make both of those. <laughs> And release them a month apart from each other. <laughs> Done deal. Everyone take a break. This is... Three or five minutes. Don't care. This is a far way away from Boss Baby. Uh, yes. It. Yeah. So, this is Edgar Wright's... I don't know however many films. He hasn't done many, though. Uh, but this is his latest film. Yes. And... <clears throat> It's actually not a comedy. It's just it's a heist action movie with funny bits in it. Does it live up to the hype, Austin? Yes. Because it was praised by like everyone on Twitter. I okay, I'll just say up top, it is amazing. Ooh, amazing. Yes. Uh so we went to a Friday night screening at the Arclight Hollywood that had an intro and a Q&A with Edgar Wright. What? what? Yeah. So I. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. So he talked about it, and I'll talk about more of it here. Uh, Warrenberg doesn't do that. You're not in LA. It's, it's, no excuses. And Warrenberg's not the arc light. Yeah. Still. 
Um, so I got a bunch of behind the scenes insider info that he talked about. That's really cool about uh, how he made this film. Mm-hmm. So he talked about how much cocaine he did. Uh, no, he did not talk about that. Why not? Because that's... cocaine is illegal. Yeah. Not if you don't get caught. Still illegal. <laughs> you just don't go to jail for it. <laughs> so I'll actually stay away from spoilers because it just came out and I can still talk about it at, at length without spoilers. Did and it also really just come out? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I feel like it came out a while ago. No, it no just you've just out. been seeing the previews for yeah. months and months and months. Oh, yeah, I guess... I guess just everything I saw on Twitter was all the celebrities that get to go to early screenings and stuff. Like James Gunn, who tweeted a month ago that it was a masterpiece. I was like, oh, so that's out. I'll need to see that. Yeah, it's all the early screening stuff. Okay. Yeah. So the basic story is Baby, the main character, that's his name, B-A-B-Y, he... Nobody puts baby in the corner. Babby? Yeah. Um, He is a getaway driver for Kevin Spacey's cruise that he puts together for heists. Uh, I thought you were just going to say Of course it's Kevin Spacey's crew. No. Uh, So Kevin Spacey is... Can I get that gig? Just to be his driver. Yeah, I want to be Kevin Spacey's driver. No, you don't want to be Kevin Spacey's driver. I feel like that would be way interesting. It would be fun. Um... Especially if he's like in the back doing impressions. What impressions would he do? He does a lot of impressions. Kevin Spacey is really good at impressions. He does a really good impression of uh, Michael Caine. He does a really good one of uh, Johnny Carson, too. Yeah, he does. Johnny Carson's really good. The Johnny Carson one is like spot on, too. It's ridiculous. All right. right. After this, you need to look up Kevin Spacey impressions. Yes. I will do that. Do you do it on Jimmy Kimmel? Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Because oh, he yeah. does the wheel of impressions. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's his niche. There's, there's laughing at the camera. There's a couple videos of it because there's one that's older from like the 90s or something with a different talk show host that that they're just talking about how he is like people say he does really good impressions. So they ask him to do some and he does like five and they're in, they're just amazing. Because it's the late 90s, he does a Bill Clinton one. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, back on topic. Yes. Yes. So, uh, Kevin Spacey is this, I guess, uh, crime lord type guy who puts together a crew of three people and a driver. And Baby has been his driver on every heist because uh, Baby owes him a debt because he stole some stuff from him. Um, so that's, of course. so he's driving to pay off this debt and, uh, after the second heist in the movie, it's paid off, but Kevin Spacey comes back to him and he's like, you thought you're done. You're not done. I own you, you know, whatever threatens him and whatever. So it's him. So it's baby trying to do the job while also get out of it. Um, so that's mm. basically the premise of it. And, well, the story premise, the the premise of the film as a whole is it's basically a 112-minute music video. 
nice. Yeah. So, uh, tw- 20 years ago? No, 10 years ago, maybe. Something like okay. that. Okay. No. 20 years ago. Got it. I don't know. Way back in the day, Edgar Wright heard this song, Bell Bottoms, and whenever he listened to this song, all he could ever think about was a car chase. And so he, he decided after that, okay, I have this car chase in my head. Now I need to write a movie around it. Nice, and, as one does. Yeah, and so this car chase became the first scene. Um, and the way he wrote the script is he compiled the the album first the soundtrack and then he wrote each scene to the song so there are uh, like sound hits and everything that are synced up perfectly with the music so they got all the music the rights and everything before they even started filming damn so that they could have the music on set and playing it and syncing it up so like whenever there's a gunfight like all the gunshots are in time with the music. That's really uh, cool. So he, he, the whole idea was that he wanted to use music in a way that movies had never done before. And it's because Baby is always listening to music in his iPod. And so it's kind of like okay. you're living through him. And it is so cool. Like the, <laughs> the, the first scene of this getaway is amazing and it's it's John Hamm, uh John Bernthal, and I forget the girl's name, but they're all the guys in but the car with John? him. John? <laughs> no. <laughs> they're all they're the three guys in the car with him. And I mean they're all great actors and so it's really funny and action packed of this getaway scene. And then the second scene in the movie is a one shot of the entire four minute song of the Harlem shuffle of baby walking down the street, going into a coffee shop, getting coffee, walking out and then going into another door. And as he's walking down the street, there's like graffiti and signs and stuff on the street that line up with the lyrics in the song as the camera like pans by and is following him down. And the way that they had to film this is they would just go Edgar Wright and his uh, DP and his cinematographer just went, I think they shot it in Atlanta, just went places in Atlanta and were timing how long it took them to walk from place to place so they could sync up the shot with the music. Uh, so this, this whole filmmaking process is just incredible and unlike anything that's ever been done before um one and then actually my i think my favorite story that he told and it's probably one of the funniest parts in the movie is uh edgar wright wrote this scene and his cinematographer said look you have too much you have too much shot here you're gonna run out of song and edgar says no 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 it's fine it's gonna be fine well they finished shooting the scene and he doesn't have enough song for the scene that he shot. So <laughs> in the scene, like some stuff happens, they go off course, whatever. It doesn't go as planned. So baby actually takes the iPod and rewinds the song. 
so that he has more song to finish the scene. <laughs> but like, it totally makes sense in context because you think like, okay, he listens to these songs all the time. He knows the route. And so if he gets diverted off route, like he's not where he should be in the heist at the point that he should be in the song. So he just rewinds the song back to where he should be at that point and then keeps going. And so then that's how Edgar Wright bought himself more time. Oh my God. That's awesome. That's brilliant. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, so that's just like, that's the main aspect of the film and it works so well. And there's like so many points where like, if you know this and are paying attention, like it just pays off so well. And it feels I'm just thinking of how that went. You're not going to have enough song for this shot. Shut up. I know what I'm doing. This isn't my first film. This isn't my first rodeo. And then he, yep. And then he just has to <laughs> eat it whenever he realizes, yep, you were right. Um, Touche. But yeah. it's the cool thing is, like, if you've seen Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and The World's End, like, you really have a sense for Edgar Wright's style where it's a lot of beats and like, it's very rhythmic itself, yes. like all mm-hmm. this stuff. So even I though it still really feels like an Edgar Wright film. And even though he had been working on this from before those films, it still <laughs> feels like a natural progression. It's weird. Cause like he writes, he, he has this movie way back before the Cornetto trilogy uh-huh. And it's like a movie that's completely set to music. Mm-hmm. And then the Cornetto trilogy is ba- like, they're basically movies set to music just without the music. And mm-hmm. now he gets to make baby driver and it is that movie. So it, it definitely feels like it's a natural progression of his directorial style. And still definitely, despite the, not the lack of humor. Cause there are, it is funny. <laughs> but it's not just a straight-up comedy. It still definitely feels like an Edgar Wright film, and if you're a fan of him, you will love this movie. This makes me really upset that he had to back out of Ant-Man. Yeah, and yeah, I would have loved Ant-Man. good, but I, I wonder how good it would have been. An Edgar Wright Ant-Man would have been incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's... Uh, yeah, but other than other than that, like, the story is great. It's really fun. The acting is great. The action is amazing, and then obviously the soundtrack is really good. And all of that meshing together, it was so fun. Like it just flew by, cause we were just having so much fun. Nice. <laughs> Excuse me. So yeah. Get our uh, yeah. <laughs> I highly recommend it. You guys need to go see it. I will try. I don't work 76 hours next week, so. That's good. Take some of those hours that you're not working and go see Baby Driver. See if I can pull that off. Yeah. Do you guys have any questions, comments? What are you wearing? Um, I have on a Chicago Cubs National League Champions t-shirt. It's funny that you have a National League Champions t-shirt on because we're about to talk about how they're not National League All-Stars. That's true. That is true. So on that segue, we can move into sports. Yeah! Nailed it. Man. All right, so 
just really about like an hour ago, um, Major League Baseball or ESPN released uh, Major League Baseball All Star lineups for both the American League and the National League, and. I mean, for me personally, nationally wise, I'm surprised the lack of Chicago Cubs on there. But in all fairness, I guess like, I mean, it has been a down year. Yeah. And guys have had really crappy runs in there, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, so our starting lineups, we're going to start with the American League. The American. Uh, first base. Justin Smoke of the Toronto Blue Jays. Second base, Jose Altuve of the Houston Astros. Shortstop, Carlos Correa of the Houston Astros. Third base, Jose Ramirez of the Cleveland Indians. Catcher, Salvador Perez, Kansas City Royals. Outfielder, Aaron Judge, New York Yankees. Makes sense. Who is just absolutely killing it right now. He's destroying everything he touches. Uh, other outfielder, Mike Trout, Los Angeles Angels, which is no surprise to anybody. <laughs> and then the final outfielder position is George Springer of the Houston Astros. Gosh, Astros. <clears throat> three starters. The Astros and the Washington Nationals led all major league teams with three players uh, each on their respective uh, all-star rosters. For, star- for starters. Yeah. On the uh, DH for the American League is Corey Dickerson of the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, American League pitchers, we have Chris Sale, Dallas Keuchel, Irvin Santana, Jason Vargas, Luis Severino, Hugh Darvish, Michael Fulmer, Corey Kluber, Lance McCullers Jr., Craig Kimbrell, Andrew Miller, and Dylan Bettenses. I think that's how you say his name. Sorry, I apologize if I'm reading that wrong. Uh, American League reserves, Salvador Perez, Yonder Alonso, Starling Castro, Jonathan Shoup, Miguel Sano, Francisco Lindor, Mookie Betts, Avisail Garcia, Michael Brantley, and Nelson Cruz. Now for the National League, uh, first base, Ryan Zimmer of the Washington Nationals. Second base, Daniel Murphy of the Washington Nationals. Shortstop, Zach Cozart of the Cincinnati Reds. Third base, Nolan Arenado of the Colorado Rockies. Catcher, Buster Posey of the San Francisco Giants. Outfielder, Bryce Harper of the Washington Nationals. Uh, Charlie Blackman, Colorado Rockies, and final outfielder spot, Marcelo Zuna, Miami Marlins. So, again, I was just surprised that <clears throat> no Cubs made the starting lineup in that because at one point, Chris Bryant was leading in, in third base votes, Anthony Rizzo was leading in first base, and Jason Hayward was one of the top three outfielders as well. So, I guess just yeah. in the last couple of weeks, they just kind of trailed off. And Zobrist was in there too. I think Zobrist was fourth. Yeah, but Zobers didn't. Um, he's been he's been having issues with his wrist, so he hadn't been playing a whole lot these this last these last few weeks. Yeah, and he just came uh, off the DL for the la- for uh, his ten day stay there, and he went down to Tennessee and did his rehab stint. And now he's back, but he's not in the lineup every day. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, National League pitchers: we have Clayton Kershaw of the Dodgers. Max Scherzer of the Nationals, Robbie Ray of the Diamondbacks, Zach Greinke of the Diamondbacks, Carlos Martinez of the Cardinals, Steven Strasburg of the Nationals, Kenley Jansen of the Dodgers, Greg Holland of the Rockies, Wade Davis for the Cubs, uh, Brad Hand of the for the Padres, uh, Corey uh, Nebel of the Brewers, and Pat Neshek of the Philadelphia Phillies. And then for reserves, we have Yadier, Yadier Molina of the Cardinals, 
Paul Goldschmidt of the Diamondbacks, Joey Votto of the Reds, DJ LeMayhew uh, for the Rockies, Josh Harrison of the Pirates, Jake Lamb of the Diamondbacks, Corey Seager for the Dodgers, Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers, Giancarlo Stanton of the Marlins, Michael Conforto of the... That says Yankees, but I'm pretty sure he's the Mets. And Ender Inciarte of the Braves. And then right now for the final vote, Chris Bryant is included in that. So he will have to be voted on uh, to get that final roster spot in the All-Star game for there to be another Cub in the lineup. Because right now it's just Wade Davis. Jeez. Which, to be fair, like... Probably out of the whole team, Wade Davis deserves it the most because he's been the most consistent. Yeah, but I was I was just really surprised. Like, hold up a second. Yeah, how did Mike Trout make it? He's on the DL. You're on the DL because <clears throat> he's Mike Trout. He's a starter. He's not <laughs> even. He hasn't even been playing for a month. Yeah, but he's still Mike Trout. <sighs> yeah, but look at how good he was doing before. He put, got put on the DL. Yeah. But still. So Rizzo's not even, like, in Rizzo's, talks to be like, on. Unless someone backs out, Rizzo's not going to make it. Are there's, you kidding me? There's, there's three first basemen already for the National League. You have Ryan Zimmerman, Paul Goldschmidt, and Joey Votto. So unless one of those three backs out, Rizzo's not going to make it, which I think is complete crap. That's insane. Because I think Rizzo's having a better year than Joey Votto is. Yeah. Like, I know Zimmerman's been playing really well, and uh, Goldschmidt's been having a pretty good year, but, I mean, it's not like Rizzo's having a bad year. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. I was kind of surprised, because I know at one point there were at least, there, there was at the most five Cubs that were leading in their position, and then it went down to three last I checked, and now there's... None that are going to be starters. It's just Wade Davis that's on the roster. Uh, man. So, And I know Dan was bummed that Yachty's not a starter. It is an insult. It's not an insult. Yeah, it kind of is. Old. Why? I mean, Yachty's... Buster Posey? Come on. I mean, yeah. at least he's getting beat up by Buster Posey, who's still really good. And yes. he's young. But Yachty's still Yachty. Yeah. Come on. <clears throat> he just didn't get the votes. Yachty still throws out like 80% of people that try to steal base on him. You still don't run on Yachty. You just don't. Yeah. Only the fastest players on the roster try to steal on Yachty. Here's my question. Why does the American League get a DH and the National League doesn't? Because uh, the American League has DHs. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense for an all-star game. I think they used to, but since it does this year, it does not determine the World Series. Then they didn't. Um, maybe that's what I'm assuming, but I don't know. You could give that a goog, Dylan. Why? No. No. Other than that, um, right now there's only two people confirmed for. Uh, the home run derby. Uh, one is defending champion Giancarlo Stanton. And yeah. the other one is, hold on, I'm looking it up. Where are you? Some other guy. 
Uh, Miguel Sano, third baseman for the Minnesota Twins. Right now, that's all we got. Rizzo's going to be a heck of a derby. If Rizzo gets in the home run derby, is he still considered an all-star? No. Then you're just in the home run derby. That's insane to say that Rizzo and Bryant are not all-stars. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you on that. Bryant, who won Rookie of the Year and then MVP, MVP is now I mean, not if, I mean, if you want to go the full span, he won College Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Then he won um, Minor League Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Then he won Rookie of the Year. Then he won MVP. And now he's not an all-star. Yeah, just absolute <laughs> crap. <clears throat> just, yep. I mean, I'm... I'm a, I'm I really want to look up his stat line right now. I mean, yeah, like all the Cubs are having an off year. Like they're a 500 team right now. Every, everyone's yeah. gone through their their struggles this year. But uh, even struggling, they're all still really good individually. Yeah. And let's see here. Brian's hitting 264. He's got 16 home runs. Uh, 32 RBIs. Uh, he scored 50 runs. He's got 72 hits. He's slugging 516. His OPS is 910. His WAR ranking right now is 2.5. Again, it. I mean, yeah, it's been a down year, but you seriously can't tell me that Chris Bryant's not one of the best in the game right now. Uh, he actually, I mean, him and Rizzo might not make it. Cause I don't Rizzo, think Rizzo's, I don't think Rizzo's going to make it at all. Rizzo's tied for 12th and Brian's tied for 18th in home runs. Hmm. In the national league, at least. So if you're going by that, then you're going to have other people saying like, Oh, well, why didn't guys that hit more, get in right now Rizzo's got 18 home runs he's hitting 259 he's got 50 RBIs and he's I mean I almost I almost would put him in strictly off his leadoff hitting in the last month alone yeah like you you gotta be kidding me his first time leading off ever first pitch he sees he goes yard like at one, I think right now, still as a leadoff hitter, he is um, six for six mm. with three home runs. That's not a very good leadoff hitter. You're supposed to put runners on base so that there's opportunity to score more runs. You're supposed to score a run. <laughs> Whatever means necessary. Yep. Yeah, that was the thing with him, like, hitting leadoff. Like, who cares? On any other team, maybe, like, you don't want to put your power hitter in the one spot but we have, like, 15 power hitters on our team. Well, and we don't really have a set leadoff hitter. Like, right now, the last few games, John Jay's been stepping up. Yeah. And kind of taking over that role, but we don't really have a pure leadoff hitter. No. So why not Why not put Rizzo in there, especially if he wants to try it? And, I mean, right away, it looked like it was working pretty good. Yep. So, All Star Weekend is the tenth. It it starts the tenth. The actual game is the eleventh. Yep. 
The 10th will be the Home Run Derby. Yep. And now we'll actually be going to the Cubs game on the 9th. Ooh. As they play. Yeah, I get to watch from the rooftop. Watch all those all-stars. Oh, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) To watch from the rooftop and all of my food and booze is included, so I'm going to get hammered. Food and booze. That's going to be fun. It is. I'm excited. Taking the whole taking the whole weekend off work, going up with my family. We're gonna hang out in Chicago on Saturday, and then go to the Cub game on Sunday. Get drunk and then come back, <laughs> and then watch the home run derby that none of the Cubs will be in. <clears throat> I was I was actually uh, texting my brother about that the other day, and I got so I was so proud of him. I told you guys about this. Uh, I t- was texting him and I said, "So I hear mom." I, Mom told me you're going to be drunk by 9 a.m. on Sunday. He goes, I don't know if I'm going to be drunk, but I'm definitely going to be drinking by 9 a.m. <laughs> I said, I said that's fine. I, Mom, I said, uh, our mom just asked that no one gets so drunk that they fall off the rooftop, and I told Mom no promises. <laughs> you can't say and then my And then my brother responded with probably the greatest thing he ever could have sent me. Uh, he goes... He says, at least you wouldn't feel it. I said, exactly. He goes, also, I'll make sure I play the laughing sound from the original Batman from when the Joker falls off the building at the end. I would do that for you. <laughs> I replied, you the real MVP. <laughs> I was so happy with my brother for making a Batman reference. Nice. Solid. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Exactly. That's been an old Fairbury saying for generations. Yep. All right. Well, so yeah, that's our rundown of the all-star lineups. Uh, the Cubs got screwed. Yep. I know Dan the doesn't Cubs care because he's a Cardinals screwed. fan, but yeah, he's not paying attention. Uh, apparently. What are you doing? Who cares? He's, on, he's playing games on his phone. I'm not playing games anymore. Get off your phone. <laughs> Quit playing games with my phone. What? Quit playing games with my phone. No. Playing games with my phone. That's a Backstreet Boys reference. Yeah, it's a solid Yeah, one. dude. I'll allow it. I got your back, Austin. Thanks, Dylan. I'm, you always have my back. Which we've proven now twice this episode. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think that's it for this episode, you guys. Well, it's just even funnier because, like, the clip I found to prove you wrong, the headline on it is Colbert Hosts. Because it was Colbert filling in for Jon Stewart on The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that works out. So, yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's all for us. We that's did it. it. We made an episode. Yeah. How do you know, Dan? You were on your phone. I was here the whole time. Were you soup? Yes. No, that's very insulting. I know. That's why I said it. It was rude. (laughs) (laughs) You should go home and think about your life. I don't want to. I want to go home and think about your life. No, I don't. You don't want to sell me death sticks. (laughs) Mind tricks don't work on me. Only money. Well, Austin, where can they find us if they want to tell us things and stuff? 
Well, Daniel, they, just like you, can pick up their phone and tweet at us. <laughs> and they can tweet us and find us on Facebook at The Shakedown Pod. Uh, you guys can also email us at theshakedownpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on our website, Dark Nebula Entertainment, in the Shakedown Podcast tab at the top. Yay! Yeah. So that's it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I am your host, Austin Stevens. I am also your host, Dan Schweizer. And I'm Guy Who's Here, Dylan Webster. And this has been The Shakedown. Shakedown.